Hey, welcome back, another day, another vlog. Wednesday, midweek, hump day, and I've got over the hump. Photos done and dusted, video probably about, I guess, 60% done, so I'll, I'm pretty much 100% confident. Friday night, I'll be able to whack it up, it'll, it'll be up there. Um, it comes up pretty good. Uh, obviously, a lot of photos hit you 36, or even trimmed a I think another three or four out of the edit when I was doing the uh, final edit of the footage. Um, and then I was, was looking in the process, I picked out some music for it last night. So yeah, pretty happy. Uh, some amazing photos. Once the video goes up, I'll then transfer some of those photos and start putting some of these South Coast photos up on the website and get that sorted. I noticed the other day also on the website, the merch store was a little bit funny getting to it. So if you need to get it, that, that link below the videos here is probably your best bet. That should take you directly to the store. If you, for whatever reason, can't find it, please let me know. Um, I had a bit of trouble. I hope I've rectified it by making the merch store the front page or the home page or, yeah. I'm learning, I'm learning on this website stuff. It, uh, it looks easy, but sometimes it's just not as easy as you think, as I'd like to, especially connecting the store because, yeah. Anyway, I hope I fixed it. Let me know if there's any dramas. <laughs> Fingers crossed it doesn't cost me a fortune <laughs> in freight and stuff. So yeah, anyway, any dramas, let me know. We'll work something out. I can, at least then I know which way I've got to face or get fixed, sorry, not face. Wow. Um, so yeah, super stoked about that. Uh, hopefully I should have the video pretty much finished, put together tonight. I've got a, I've got the music there, I've got to put that in, clean that up, start doing all the, uh, the photos, locking them into their zones, uh, do the final edit, do colouring and stuff like that, and then I should be good. So at the moment we're looking pretty much tickety-boo, so very happy how that has come up. Then I get to start a next week's video. <laughs> never stops never stops i don't want it to stop either i'm quite happy editing all day it's yeah you just got to fit life in very easily lock myself into a room for about three weeks i think and just work it would be great i'd be able to I'd love to be able to have 16 videos ready uploaded just waiting to lock them out and stay that far in front but i gotta pay bills and yeah and live my life i got a, a three-year-old who's very demanding <laughs> Radio news-wise, um, there's a little bit happening. Uh, not a, not much on the camera side, tech side. There is a rumor about. Let me just turn this down. Um, there is a rumor running about F still for a Apple April event. Now, if they're gonna announce it, it's gonna be an online show. So that's they're probably easily already got it already done and dusted, so that's easy. It's just a matter of uploading and, and locking it away after announcement. They don't really have to tell anyone because it'll just go out to everyone that wants it anyway. So it's very easy to do it last minute for them if they've got it ready uh, and filmed and all that sort of stuff. I guess we were at the 7th today, Wednesday the 7th. We've got 20 days, got three weeks left of this month before they the end of April. May would seem a bit silly, so close to June. Ideally, they need to do something, I would have thought, by next week. Um, that would be disappointing for me <laughs> because 
that's a there's a lot of stuff in there we're, we're obviously going to be discussing and as of next week 14th well the 14th I should be right 14th I fly to Darwin and I think by the Friday I'll be off off the net um, so that week I'll go away fishing for the Barrett Classic there's no internet I've got no access it's basically less than dial-up speed so it's just not even worth trying to attempt anything um, I will be filming a ton of videos and doing a heap of photography stuff. I want to do some astro stuff while I'm up there. I've got to check all that stuff on photo pills. But uh, yeah, for that week of the classic, as for the use of uh, those of you who have been around for a few years now, uh, basically that week I have to shut down. This I just don't have any internet. Um, I basically take my laptop to download all the stuff and back it all up on my hard drives. And then when I get back to uh, the land of the living, then I'll sort of start working on it. And I've still got a ton of stuff from the South Coast. So we're be a while before we see it, but yeah, I can give you some updates on how we went anyway on the in the another day, another vlog series. So there's a fair bit happening in the next month or two, and then I'll gotta get back to work after that. So <sighs> lots happening. Anyway, um what was I gonna say? So yeah, tech-wise, not a real lot. That Apple show, I'm assuming in the next week would be ideal. Uh, any later it's starting to stretch out the month who knows I think they're really playing this one close to their chest so be interesting to see actually if they do announcement or they just go stuff it we'll just do a monster show in June and release the first half of the year stuff all in one hit and do like a three hour show which is highly possible anything can happen uh, in current situations there's they they're definitely not doing their same routine stuff all the time now they're chopping and changing a fair bit and we could see uh, again, yet again another chop and change and do a massive event as part as their as part of their developers conference in June so see what happens anyway let you know if we hear anything now uh, Toyota if you're Obviously, I'm a fan of cars. I'm a mechanic, uh, so cars are some fun stuff. The Toyota 86 come out was pretty good because it was that sort of relive, I guess, a bit of my youth, that, that bygone era of little hot hatches and your Datsuns and your, your little fast cars with the all-manual gearboxes where you could flog around and, and high-revving engines, that Japanese sort of car uh, culture. I grew up in uh, mad Datsun fan, fanatic about Datsuns, and uh, love them to death. Favorite car ever is my Datsun 1200. Uh, a 120 wire I had as well, and I had a, a 1200 rally car as well. So I've had a few Datsuns. I've had a Mini, I've had an F100 1954. I've had a Mitsubishi Dryden. I've had multiple cars, but Datsun, my 1200 was my favorite. I drove it all the way down to Adelaide and I lived in it for about 10 years before I sold it. And I actually cried the day I sold that. And I'm not afraid to apologize for that. But yeah, brilliant cars. And these 86s, when they brought them out, that was part of that sort of that flavor. Not stupidly expensive like the Supra that's now 120 grand or whatever it is to buy, uh, which I grew up with Supras. You could afford them and flog them and do them up. And kids learn how to build cars and hot them up. Um, you can't do that with a Supra nowadays. You, you have to be a millionaire. Um, so yeah, 86 new ones come out. They teamed up with Subaru last time and had the, it's the BRZ. Basically exactly the same car, little bit differences, some interior stuff and some badging on the outside, but basically the same car. Now it looks like it's gonna be 
gets a beef up. It's now a 2.4 liter engine. It's going to, a, it's gets another 21 kilowatts up to 173 kilowatts, not super high powered, but they're lightweight. It's got an alloy roof now. Um, so the center of gravity's dropped. So it should handle really good. Um, they're saying they've increased torsional rigidity by 50%. So these cars are built for running around the streets, fanging them, learning how to drive, learning how to get out of control, all the stuff you need to learn so you become a safe driver so when something bad happens, you know how to get out of it, which is what none of these new drivers learn. They don't learn any of that issue. I think I've said it before, uh, there was an Australian race car driver that went to John Howard back in the 90s and offered to fix the road toll in Australia. And John Howard, he said, oh, give me 30 million, I can set up these schools and do it properly. Uh, John Howard told him to basically go jump. He went to Germany and cut the road toll by 45% in one year. And it was all through driver training. Uh, you have to come every three years, uh, full flat pads with jet streams popping out of the concrete. None of the stupid cones that you can preempt. Uh, none of this ridiculous training system they have now, which just doesn't work and doesn't teach drivers how to control a car. Um, I was lucky I grew up in the bush in Darwin. We could go out in the mud flats and get a car out of control without hurting anyone and learn how to control a car. It's essential, I think, as a driver. It's something I'll have to some find out how to teach Jack uh, when he grows up and it's something that these drivers don't know. Hence, autonomous, autonomous, <laughs> autonomous cars are coming is purely, you're taking it completely out of their hands. Um, and then it'll just be no one will know how to drive a car. So that, that in part is a little scary. I, being old and I've sort of had all my fun and I, can, I still enjoy driving a car, but sort of I'm happy to go to the autonomous. I think, I think I've said to you a few times, I can kick back after work and just tell my car to take me home and crack a beer and not worry about losing my license because I don't, you, don't, you won't need one because your car will be autonomous. Those days I'm looking forward to. But I think you still want to be able to go and drive a car that adrenaline that excitement spinning flying driving super fast i drove drove in a state where it's unlimited speed from when i was 16 years old i could do 160 k's an hour 180 k's an hour down the road so very lucky in that regards these kids nowadays don't have that chance so a car like this it's sort of it's that last little bastion of hanging on to that fun and excitement of actually having a car for fun and excitement not just a Poxy, poxy box to carry your crap from work to home. Part of the, uh, yeah, part of the yeah, big wheel that turns. Yeah. So look, great to see them doing it, Toyota. It's fantastic to see them still letting people have a little bit of excitement, a little bit of fun. It's not ridiculously over-expensive. I think they're around about 40 odd grand. So that's cheap for a car nowadays. Uh, Navarro, I said the other day, Navarro's cost 70, 80, 70 grand now. So it's ridiculous. Um, so something like this wouldn't, wouldn't be too bad. 6.5 seconds to 100, that's pretty good. Uh, that's not too bad, nothing exciting. Still comes with a six speed manual, that's essential. It's still got the handbrake so you can do your handbrake, your spins and all the fun stuff. Uh, it's a driver's car, it's for driving, it's for having fun. Even though all these do-gooders and pollies and poxy cops who have no clue how to drive a car anyway, will tell you that's all bad and they're all hoons. Uh, that's a load of crap. Uh, they just, they didn't have fun when they were kids. Now they're just taking it out on the kids that 
want to have fun. So, look, I think it's great. Uh, it should be a good car. That They do a good job. It's got Subaru in there, so it's got that, the boxer engine still. Uh, together, they're two companies that know how to build these type of cars, so it should be a good little beast. So go check that out if you're looking for a little bit of fun in your life. If you don't want some fun in your life and you just want a, a wagon to carry your kids and do the chores and get the shopping and all that crap that you have to do as part of our life. Uh, that Hyundai uh, Iconic, is it Ionic 5, we talked about, looks really good. It looks like a Delta Integral. Uh, they've copied that body styling uh, from the 80s. Uh, well, that's coming uh, earlier than I anticipated. We heard the rumors about it coming out and the release and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's gonna be here by, they're saying, which car was saying by third quarter this year, it's gonna be on sale in Australia. Um, pretty cool. Top of the range is an all-wheel drive, 72 kilowatt battery pack, 225 kilowatts, 605 newton meters of torque. So that's pretty impressive. Um, it is a big car. It looks like a small car. This is that one that looks like a little Delta Integral hatchback. It's actually a big car. It's bigger than their wagon that they've just their four-wheel drive wagon. So this is basically classed as an SUV. So it's got a ton of room inside, a ton of storage seats that lay back fully flat and just crazy stuff like that look they've done a great job on doing it it does look good even if it is epoxy hyundai and all hyundai is epoxy this sort of looks the first time ever and i mean ever since they first started building cars this is the first car that actually looks like a real car and not some epoxy ugly thing so I will give them that, a bit of kudos. I'm not a big fan of their stuff, uh, but I will give them kudos. The car actually looks pretty cool. Now, um, biggest problem with it is the price. Now, as I said about the last, about the 86, is maybe the 45, 50 grand mark. This thing is gonna be starting at 70,000, and for 70,000, you only get the smaller battery pack, um, and that's gonna be, 8.5 seconds to 100, so nowhere near fast. The the top speed one will do 5.2 seconds, so that's got a little bit of juice in it. Uh, so you get 8.5 seconds, only a 48 volt or 48 volt uh, battery pack, as far as I know. And um, it'll, but it will still do 470 kilometers of range, so that's pretty cool. So it's got the range down pat. That's easily enough for a week of travel. It's got the size. It's got all that stuff. It's going to be a great family car, and I think. Hyundai will actually sell a fair bit of these. Even, and I think the base model, the 70,000, is probably gonna, if that range is correct, that will probably sell the most because at 70 grand, that's the that's the that's probably the breaking point for most families. That's an expensive bloody car for anyone, uh, especially a family of three or four kids that's trying to pay for schooling, education, sports, and all the other crap in life. Uh, that's a lot of bloody money. Um, I assume it's going to be around 80 to 85 for the all-wheel drive top of the range one if you if you want to go the sporty model. So another 15 grand for the models in between. That sounds about there, I guess. Um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting on it and see how it goes. But look, 70 grand, that's electric car. That's pretty good. Tesla's 130, 140. It's, we're starting to slowly get down there. I've, I've seen MGs coming out with electrics. There's a lot of new cars coming electrics. The prices are going to start dropping. They, 
the, the space is getting competitive, competitive, even in Australia, which is a tiny market. Uh, look, this car is going to be a big player in that market. Third quarter, these will be on sale. We'll start seeing all the reviews and everything coming out really soon. Mid-year, I reckon, we'll start seeing a bit more of that and start seeing the sightings of them. And uh, yeah, I think you'll need to look forward to that one. It might actually be Hyundai's first real car in Australia. Congrats to them. Now, DJI, uh, rumors are, and there's some photos out there with packages and everything of a, of a Mavic Air 2S. I don't know why you'd call it a 2S. They had the Mavic Air, then the Mavic 2, the S part. Look, it sounds like it's just a firmware or a bit of an update, a bit of a kick in the guts to it. Um, there's not a real lot in there. It's, you're still getting the weights going up. It's going up to 600 grams from 570 of the old model. Uh, they're saying it possibly could have OcuSync 3.0, but the old controller's in there, so they reckon it's possibly only going to be the OcuSync 2. Um, so it's not 100%. 8 gigabyte internal memory, 10-bit color, panos, um, hyperlapse HDR. That's already in the old one, so got that there. Uh, new master shots. 10 pre-programmed video fly by stuff, bits and pieces like that. Uh, points of interest 3.0, Spotlight 2.0, Active Track 4.0, and it's gonna have FPV version two support. And I think out of all of that, that's probably the interesting one because if you can now fly it and then see what you're seeing in the out of the camera with the goggles on, that's gonna be fantastic. Uh, if the Mini could do that, we get a Mini 2 update for that. That would be awesome because I know when, when you're watching it on your phone and you're flying, it doesn't matter how good your phone is, it's terrible. And then you've even got to buy one of those covers, which I actually looked to buy one today for mine. Uh, they're still not 100%. So it would be good if you could have the goggles on where you get that full blackout and see the footage. All you need is a spotter then. That's about the only drama with it. But if you're doing, I guess it's not hard to have someone just stand in there watching. Um, yeah, you just got to cover your butt, I guess. It'd be good if they had like a one-eye patch so you could spot and cover yourself and then still see your vision out of one eye. That would be pretty cool. Maybe you could just hold it off your head. <laughs> but uh, look, um, I think it's probably just a, a mid-life sort of thing. They only come out, I think, about a year and a half ago anyway, so it's really not that old. I think this is more so just to give you that um, VR goggle experience on that higher echelon air model um, because we have been waiting and March was supposed to be the Mavic 3, the Pro. Haven't heard anything, haven't heard anything else for a long, since late last year about the Mavic 3. Gonna be interesting, maybe mid-year we get it, so see what happens. They might be just pushing this up now to try and sell a few of the old Mavic Air 2 costs because once that Mavic 3 Pro comes out, I think it's gonna cut into a lot of the sales of this. Anyway, we'll suss it out, keep an eye on it. Now, last but not least, a little interesting story. We've, we talked about chips, uh, silicon chips and shortage, the car shortage, uh, cars going, production lines getting shut down because of chips. Well, India has come out and they're offering one billion US dollars to any companies that will come and set up manufacturing facilities in India to build chips there locally. So look, they wanna create jobs, which is great. They've got a massive workforce that can work for you. Uh, you get a billion US bucks to, to set, do you, for your setup fees. I'm sure you get tax breaks and all the rest of it as well if you are going to come in a large scale. 
they're also part of the bargain is that they will actually buy your their government industry will use solely your chips and or chips manufactured in that country and they will also offer incentives to local businesses to buy your chips to use in, in their products that are made in India. So that's a massive incentive base. It's a pretty serious way to like throw the gauntlet out there to the other countries. Um, these chip manufacturers are now getting, I guess, cherries thrown at them left, right and center. Uh, there's no way a country like Australia could offer a billion dollars cash to any company to come here. Um, yeah, it just wouldn't be feasible. India's a, yeah, putting a little bit of heat on China, that's a big, big carrot to dangle in front of uh, some companies, especially ones that may be struggling, that you know, a billion dollars cash might be just enough kicking the guts to ramp them up and get them going in the right direction. Uh, pretty big news in the silicon chip manufacture area, so pretty exciting, very cool, and uh, a lot of pressure around silicon chips in the current months of 2021. I will see you all again tomorrow for Thursday show. Stay safe, stay happy, and I'll see you then. Whether you're going that way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.